0: Hello, and welcome to Business On Track, a podcast for business owners who are wanting to save time, earn more, and grow faster with their marketing. My name is Sanjay Souza, and in this podcast, we talk to business owners who have achieved success in finding the right balance to become the happy entrepreneur they always wanted to be. So I met Eva at a Network Function, And we were talking about social media and the importance of content and all these things related to marketing. And Eva keeps saying something about algorithms in social media and in Google. So that actually interests me and we kept talking and she she explained what exactly these algorithms are in social media and in Google. So here's um, Eva, she's going to explain a little bit more. Hello, Eva, how are you? Hello,
1: good, thanks, Anjaya. Um, Yeah, well, it's, it's not that I love talking about algorithms, but um, <laughs> we're on the topic. So <laughs> we're just going to just quickly explain, um, I just wanted to say what they were, because it is a term that comes up in marketing all the time. And um, so it's just, the idea is just to help people understand what, what is meant by this word, it's not necessarily something you have to understand the whole technical background of, um, which is something that I don't know, but I know what they're used for and um, and, and what they do in marketing. So basically, um, algorithms are processes that help the, um, the search engines or the social media platforms just identify people who are interested in particular topics. And then they can show content to those people that's relative to them. So in other words, if they're interested in, um, for instance, I'm interested in marketing, if I click on things to do with marketing, it will show me more content or more ads related to marketing. Um, if you're following people, you know, everybody has their friends on Facebook. And if you click on uh, your friends' photos when they, they're posting them up there, they'll see that you're interested in, in seeing pictures about these particular friends. And that platform will show you more, or, or Facebook will show you more photos uh, and content that comes from that person. Whereas if you just skip those pictures and you go past them, they won't be showing you that because everybody's posting so often and people you know, can have like 300 friends on there and they can't put everything on there every day. So they select things that they think are specifically relevant to you. And so the algorithms is basically the, the computer system in the background picking out things, but they're not doing it in a um, in a broad term like you would with demographics. It's very individual. It's like this, it's not about, you know, this is a male who's you know in his 50s and earns this much money. It's more like this person is interested in this subject, likes this person, follows um, you know, this influencer or whatever it is, and actually sp- specifically chooses content for that individual. So it's very, very pinpointed.
0: I, well, thanks for that, Diva. Now, that that actually lead me to my next question. Look, um, I think um, posting regularly online as a business is, is important. I think that's something you would like to talk more that's because that's what you do. So, well, my question is, yeah, why it is necessary to have content regularly posted on your company platforms, social media okay, so, and in Google?
1: Well, this, this is the thing. It's um, you, you don't, uh, when you do post and you post regularly, you're not only posting to just your website blog post or uh, or just to your Facebook page. You want to post in as many places as possible because even though your clients might be you might be looking for someone who's professional so you think all right why should be posting on LinkedIn in the evenings they're not only being professional they're sitting down on the couch watching TV and going through their Facebook feed so you're going to catch them in different places all the time and it just depends on who follows which type of platform I mean there's not a lot of people Um, that I know that follow Twitter, but in another group of people, there could be a lot of people who use Twitter. So you don't want to close people off by saying, I'm only going to put out content that is for Facebook viewers or put out uh, content for people who come to my website. You want to make it easy for them to find you. So you want to put your, your content out in as many different places as you can so that people can see it and get to know more about your business or the service that you provide.
0: So what you are basically saying is, it is it is beneficial to have content published in multiple platforms, and also it is it is it is good to have all these content posted in a regular basis. So that's a that's a great point. Now my next question is, with your line of work, I know you do um, help businesses to write content and publish content. So, how's that your service help business owners, you know, business owners' life easier and make it better? How does it help?
1: Well, basically, um, to be found on the internet, you do have to have that continuous output of content going out. And when business owners um, are busy with the things that they have to do within their own business, they don't always have the time to take care of that. Um, sometimes I might know what they want to post, but to do that regularly, it takes, a, it takes up time. Um, it takes up a bit of energy as well, just trying to sort, of, sort out what's got to go where. And um, there's a, a lot of um, other background things that they wouldn't know about what they should be putting out there and what can help their business be found. So by giving it to someone who does that professionally, who takes care of other people's content, Make sure they've got things that are going out re- uh, regularly and they're relative to that business. It helps them be found online because they've got plenty of content out there that can be, um, that can be accidentally come across. When people are searching, they'll be um, typing something into the search bar and the whole point is to cr- try and create that content so that people find you even if they've never heard of you before because you're, you're going to show up because you've got the most relative content for that question.
0: Yeah, so, so basically there's no point of just publishing content that are not relevant to the industry or, or the, for the audience. So it is best that you leave it to a professional so that they can actually find the, or help you with the, the, the right type of content that engage with the, the audience. Now, that's yes. a great point. Um, now, we had this uh, discussion with um, in a different episode as well in, in marketing, as we all agree, we have our strengths. Um, you have your strengths in content writing and helping customers in content writing. Um, we had this discussion in a different episode where Jack, a Jack, uh, videographer, was talking about, or video strategist was talking about, it is good to have all these videos, but if you don't publish them and if you don't take the other and other steps, there's no point of wasting your time and energy can you think of um, other things that that actually maximize your efforts of your content like for example say you're writing a content for a for a company or a or a customer and is there anything else in marketing you can you see that will complement your efforts
1: yep well this um is a few different things. There's two sides to that. There's what I can do and there's what um, other team members or other associates in the in this industry can, can help with. So on my own, I can take the content that I've already written and just change it into different formats. So I can use it um, in small parts too. I might've written a, a blog post and I can take parts of that and put it into small uh, posts that can be used on Facebook with images, um, I can create little, just um, short, very basic kind of videos that are, um, that represent what I've said on the on the blog post, and I can um, use that to to just get extra content out there. And then, um, as well as that, I could also go to, for instance, Jack, who's the uh, video strategist, and he could create um, a complete video on that, and that can go out as content for the actual business itself. It could even go on their website. And then one of the most important things that um, has to happen with marketing, uh, it comes back to the what gets measured gets improved and um, everything that you do, if you're not measuring it, you you don't know what people are clicking on. So then you can, if they're interested in this, you wanna give them more of that so um, you can have more engagement. There's no point in keeping putting out the same type of thing. If no one's interested in it, so um, then we have uh, you know we have um, another associate who's um, with actually with Business on Track Paul, and he takes care of measuring the um, information that's that's being picked up online, so he can see uh, you know uh, he can create reports so we can show the clients um, what the people are engaging within their content and where the most engagement is, so that we can maximise those efforts.
0: Beautiful. Look, um, Eva. That that's actually a very, very uh, good point. You know, there's no point of doing things if you if you don't measure them, and you you want to know what works, what's not. Um, That's that's a great point. Now, uh, look, you know, doing business is not not easy. It's not a straight line, and um, doing business, you you know this. Now, what? What makes you start a business? Why not do do a job? Why why you want to get into this mess?
1: <laughs> um, Is that purely one,
0: by purely by um, coincidence, or was it a passion or uh, doing business? Or it's it's
1: it's always been um, uh, it's it's always been a passion, but it hasn't been a passion um, from the side of you know, just wanting to have a business, wanting to do business, like marketing itself is the passion. And for me, I learned so much about it. I learned about the strategies. Um, I find out um, what can help a business go from, you know, uh, to grow by just using the things that we have available online. And these days you have to be online. And um, the idea of being able to sort of make that transformation and help another business make that transformation, uh, it's exciting. It's a bit like, you know, a, a game of chess where you can just sort of um, see what's happening, make the changes and and sort of just play a bit of a strategy game. But um, it's a lot of fun for me (laughs) some people would wonder why um but at the same time i i find it it's um it's great and i know that um you know in this day and age where everybody needs to be online there's a lot of businesses that can use that service and for me it's um it's a place i want to be involved in i think it's a very exciting side of business
0: beautiful look um it's um you know when you when you actually do business, you have to wear so many hats. like you know one day you will be you know doing firefighting, like you try to you know talk to a customer, trying to understand, you know try to understand what exactly they are after. The, the next day you will be doing all the content. The next day, it's the finance part. There's so much to do in business. And um, is there anything you wish you have learned? any skills you have learned in schools which might have actually helped you in your business journey? Um, Look, uh, I don't want to sort of
1: uh, knock the academic system. (laughs) 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 There's not a lot I've learned in school that was useful for me except the the basics, Um, only because uh, of of the direction that I go in. Like um, the academics is good for people who who go into professional fields in different things. Um, But for me, because I was more involved in the creative and um, sort of uh, I've always been on that side, even when I was in school, um, the school system wasn't the place where I excelled. It was when I went into, right from the start, when I I left school and I started in graphics, it was just, I just excelled from there on because that was was what I was... um, You know, made for it was it was the part part of me that excited me, which made me be able to do my best. So, um, in school, what else could they have done? (laughs) I don't know. They could. They could. I always say that um, one of the things they should have there, whether they have exams for it or not, is um, guiding people in finances for when they start working. You know, they help kids with careers. But they don't say, once you start working, you know, this is uh, what to do with your money. This is a way to, mm. to do things properly. Um, you know, a lot of people have guidance on those things and, and there's just as many people who don't. And um, that's that's a basic part of life of, you know, it's just as important as knowing maths and English, yeah. <laughs> knowing how to how to deal with your money properly. <laughs>
0: I, I, I think that's... Um, I've, I've, I've been actually just having these conversations with quite a few people and for most of the business owners whether with, with their entrepreneur spirit most of them have this frustrations about oh, the finance part oh, i like to be i like to do everything else but for the finance part i mean uh, look um, i'm no different to anyone else i hate uh, the finance part but uh, but you know Unfortunately, unfortunately, or fortunately, I we have to keep a track of um, the finances. I mean, that's where that's where the businesses all you know depend on. So that's where it all happens. Yeah, that all that that exactly. So I do have a half a day allocated each week. That's the that's the half a day I hate, but that's the half a day <laughs> mean, means uh, for a business. But um, you know, but that's a great, great point. Um, and also, that is a common answer from from a lot of entrepreneurs. It's just the finance part. Now, um, the um, the other thing I was going to ask you um, this is this is something um, I always talk about as well. Um, having multiple touch points when you're doing a when, when you're doing a sale. Um, I know a lot of people online, have, you know, try to sell things. It's like before having like it's like um, uh, someone asking you to get married before a couple of dates and a couple of dinners and you know getting engaged it's like oh I got a product do you want to buy it like you know and and you always tell me this um, the way you set up your content and next to um, you know uh, all these things is it just ha- have those little steps so that customers get warmed up to you, having multiple touch points. you want to explain that a little bit? Um, What's having multiple touch points? So
1: when somebody does see um, an ad that you've put up, they're not really ready to buy. In fact, there's only, um, you know, they measure that there's only about 3% that would buy immediately if they saw something that was, you know, unless it was a, a very low ticket offer which is, is something you can use as well to get into the door but generally if you've got your main offer up there and you want someone who's just seen your ad to buy it, it it's not going to happen uh, not unless it's something that they really have been looking for and it just happens to turn up at the right time for them um, apart from that the best way is to get them in the door with something that they can afford something that's a very low ticket offer so that they are able to just um, put up their hand in a sense to show their interest in that topic that you're providing, whatever um, area of industry you're in. And then you know that they're a person that you want to follow up with. But by giving them something where they're giving you some details of their email and their name, you can follow up with them um, with more information about your business um, so they can get their free gift. And then on top of that, they can also sort of um, just continue to hear a bit more about your business, get to know you more, because this isn't uh, the same type of environment that it used to be for sales, where people would buy from big name businesses, especially with uh, even what's happening with COVID. Everything has changed so much and they're used to buying online and they've been bombarded with new businesses they've never heard of before. And people are willing to buy from small businesses now, but they still want to know who that person is behind the business. So it's less of now the business name and more about the person behind the business. And you can give them more information about that um, through something like email marketing, because you can just do it in steps. and tell them a bit about the business, a bit about yourself, and just grow their understanding of who you are. And they know that it's a real person. So um, multiple times of, of sort of having that communication the best way to do that is on email but another good way is on something like facebook where you've been able um, to, to show them something and then you can show them something else you know within within that circle you can have a group of people and keep showing them different pieces of content that show them more about your business
0: look uh, yeah exactly so just a you know just to Wrap things up. I think everything we discuss is actually just, you know, fall into the same category. End of the day, when when you see something online, sometimes you don't need that at that point of time. Um, But if you see these content come up regularly, you know you're going to need this uh, item or or this product or service some stage, uh, some stage, but not at that point of time. But if if that keep happening and if that uh, comes in a regular basis, every couple of months or every 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 month. If you don't have that content going out regularly and reaching out regularly, what you're basically doing is you're warming up customers for your competitors. So it, it really makes sense when you say when you say it is it is important to have that multiple touch points and also you mm-hmm. need to have that consistency and the and have those content regularly.
1: Yeah, yeah. you have you have to have consistency. Consistency is, is like the most important thing. It's not the time to sort of all of a sudden stop when they've started to show an interest in, in what you've got to offer. And also by being consistent when you do put up an offer, then they know who it is this time. And then they've also had their minds sort of warmed up to what you do and, and how you can help them. So if there is something that you can help them with, this time when they see the offer they'll decide if they want to take action or not rather than just ignore it because they've never heard of you before and they don't know what you do so that's that's the best way to make the most out of your advertising is is to make sure that they know something about you first and then you pay for the ads
0: yeah look um i mean to be honest um doing business is no difference to having a Having a having a successful life. I mean, everything we do in in our real life, you can actually relate these things to to into your business. It's it's very strange, you know. End of the day, all behind all these products and services, there's always human being. You know, so mm-hmm. all human behavior is very Itchy. easy to understand. Um, easy to understand when you when you look at how people actually live their life. Um, that's uh, that's a very that, that's a very good um, point. Zon Digital Services. Where can we find you?
1: Well, I think the easiest way is just going to the website. So um, zondigitalservices.com, and um, there's a contact page there, and you could just send a message through there, or on email, which is just eva at zondigitalservices.com. So. Both quite, quite easy to remember. <laughs> Just follow the, the name and put a .com on the end and we're fine. <laughs> so.
0: Great. look. thank yeah. you so much for your time, Mio.
1: Thank you very much, Sanjay. That was
0: great. Have a lovely day. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Business on Track podcast. Our aim is to inspire entrepreneurs in finding the right balance that helps them grow through strategic marketing. You can find out more about how Business on Track can help you by visiting our LinkedIn page or by visiting our website, businessontrack.com.au.